get ready to learn business strategies and insights from America's top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration Podcast. You are listening to M. Curtis McCoy, best-selling author, CEO of Best Cellular, and your host for Success, Motivation, and Inspiration. I'm excited to be interviewing Ari Mysel today, and I hope to share some of his awesome advice with our audience. Ari is a self-described overwhelmologist who helps entrepreneurs who have opportunities in excess of what their infrastructure can handle. Ari's teachings help entrepreneurs to optimize, automate, and outsource everything in their business so they can make themselves replaceable and scale their business. Ari has published a number of books and audiobooks, including Idea to Execution, The Art of Less Doing, and Less Doing, More Living. I'm listening to The Replaceable Founder now. I think I'm going to be able to learn a lot from him. Ari has an interesting sentence on the homepage of his website that really got me excited about our interview today. It says, I'm Ari Mysel. I empower entrepreneurs to be more replaceable. Good morning, Ari. I'm excited to be chatting with you here. I'm going to ask you a few questions. And I, I, I just finished reading your book, The Replaceable Founder, which is absolutely awesome advice. I'm going to listen to that again. Just absolutely incredible advice. Thank you. First question I've got for you is, what is your personal definition of success? Uh, constant improvement. So if I'm better today in some way than I was yesterday, then I'm being successful. That's great. Can you share what steps you take daily to improve? Yeah, it's really a constant look at how I'm doing what I'm doing. So the framework that I created through my company is called less, well, the, the, the system is called less doing, but the methodology is to optimize, automate, and outsource everything that we do in our lives and our businesses. And so I'm just always looking for areas of inefficiency, which to some extent means like nothing's ever just done, uh, but it's a, it's a sort of a constantly evolving process. So uh, whether it's the way that we're making lunch for the kids in the morning or the way that we're running quarterly meetings in my company, there's always a way to improve that and look at that. So uh, to some extent, it sound, it actually it doesn't sound like a great thing, but I'm always looking for those sort of fail points. A lot of times people have got a negative view of outsourcing or automating stuff that you're, and I, I personally did as well. I, I always talked about not outsourcing and uh, but I like your description in the book and how you're talking about not not outsourcing stuff that is not already foolproof that you can't walk out and hand somebody that process on the street and let them go through it and do it perfect. So that's some great yeah. advice. Yeah, and, and the thing is a lot of people have bad advances <clears throat> in outsourcing because they don't communicate what they need effectively. Or they're outsourcing something that doesn't shouldn't be outsourced or is already inefficient to begin with. What are your advice for someone making an important decision? Don't think about it too long. Um, yeah. Well, no. So, I mean, it depends how important it is. But uh, a lot of times when people make decisions, they look at too many different options for outcomes. And in most decisions, I see that there's sort of three things that we can do. We can either say no, we can deal with it right now, which could include delegating it, or we can defer it to a time that we can more effectively deal with it. Uh, and that really sets us up for better success. So, Obviously, there's nuances to every decision, and there might be some more specific things you need to get into, but the initial pass, because a lot of times decisions come at us when we don't really want to make decisions, right? We don't, we don't plan for, oh, I'm going to make a decision at 1245 today, right? 
they come at us when we're not necessarily ready for them. So we have to look at it that we have one of those three options and you're essentially playing hot potato. Uh, so that's, that's just what I'd say. Okay. You've done a, uh, you're a great example of this. You public speaking and the Trouble Oliver published multiple, you've got multiple best selling books, correct? Uh, yes. I, um, I think nine at this point. That's amazing. Um, so you're you're a good example that a lot of times people have advice they don't follow themselves, or they've got some advice that sounds like a great idea, but you can't see the can't see the fruit on the tree. And so I'm just I'm looking at your uh, been looking at a lot of what you've been doing with with your life and your business, and just an amazing example of of being able to delegate and and not have the business go up in flames. We're actually improving and, and able to add more more aspects of the business that are that are growing and doing that are very successful and not being uh not like the typical outsourced type of work that that we all become familiar with yeah i mean for me it's kind of the opposite from from <clears throat> you know, I, I always start with the i always experiment on myself first and then let it filter out to the, the people i share it with so it usually comes from a need or some problem that i'm trying to fix okay can you tell me about a specific moment that set you on the path to where you are now? Yeah. So when I was 23 years old, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is a chronic inflammatory condition. It's considered to be incurable and uh, got very, very sick and very weak very quickly. I went from working 18 hours a day to struggling to get an hour of work done on a given day. And through a long process of self-tracking, self-experimentation, I was able to overcome the illness and begin to create a new system of getting more done in that extremely limited amount of time and that's where less doing was born from that's awesome I, I saw a ted talk i believe where you spoke about that yes if you could recommend one book for our audience what would that be emergency by neil strauss okay i'll put a link to that in the description which character traits do you value the most um attention to detail and proactivity right so making sure that Things get done the way they're supposed to and going that extra mile to figure out how things can be made better or, you know, doing the things that need to be done, even if they weren't explicitly told to. Okay. How do you push through your worst times or through tough times? I have a very loving and supportive wife and children, four children, um, age seven and under. So that usually gives me enough fuel to get through just about anything. That's going to be difficult if you're dealing with energy issues and, and, uh, I'd see how that duplicating and how your system could help out a lot with that. Well, that's the thing is when I'm with my family, I never have to worry that like things are getting done in my business. That's awesome. What inspires you? Uh, the same, the same answer to the last question, my family. Um, that's, uh, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to say that honestly several months ago, but at this point they are really the motivation for me to do everything that I do and, uh, and the way that I do it. That's awesome. How do you manage and prioritize opportunities? Uh, I have a very, very, very high bar for the things that will take my time. And again, it's sort of family driven, right? So if it's going to take time away from my family, it's almost always going to be a no, unless it's something that uh, is really important to my sort of overall goals and mission. But for the most part, it's that 3D method of decisions, right? Deal with it now, say no, which it usually is no, or uh, defer it to a time that I can more effectively deal with it. And that's 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 generally how we do it. The other way that I like to prioritize is I usually like to attack, attack the things first that I am slowing down the most. So if I'm holding somebody up from doing their work, that's the thing that I wanted to get done first. Okay. 
I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast and share with our, our listeners and our viewers on, on the Facebook and YouTube groups. And sure appreciate that. My pleasure. Thank you. Uh, last question for you. What advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? Seek therapy. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, and at least in this society, we are way too... We, 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 uh, if, if you hurt your arm, you go to the doctor. If your car breaks down, you go to a car mechanic. But we don't take our brains to somebody to check those out on a more regular basis. And uh, I've benefited immensely from therapy as an adult. And I wish that I had started it earlier. Okay. That's, uh... and, and also, the entrepreneur's brain is a scary place. So entrepreneurs <laughs> particularly, I think, could benefit. I got you. Um, and what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? I know there's the lessdoing.com website, which is awesome. Um, really good ways to get a hold of you. That's the best. Less.do or lessdoing.com as my podcast, the books, the the programs that we run, everything. Uh, but your listeners might also like to go to less.do slash foundations uh, because that's where we have a free mini video course that they can really benefit from. It's just 100% value added uh, for your listeners. Perfect. I will check that out myself as well. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I'm grooving all that. I'll let you know the podcast is live. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. And head over to successmotivationinspiration.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.